Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Every once in a while, Pat, I ask Tara, I was like, I'll be like, hey, do you do you have anything you want us to talk about? Because you don't give us a whole lot of notes. Um, and it's getting kind of loose in here. And and every time I do, she says, Well, there go to our website. You know, we have some stuff there. You can always talk about whatever you want for our website. Right. Yeah. Um, and I I the first thing I noticed when I went to the website today was that we're not on there. Which I really weird. Yeah. Were we on there before? I can't remember. Oh no. Okay. No, <laughs> no okay. we are not, nor have we ever been, nor will I we, nor will we ever be, I guess. Mm. Um I mean after seventy episodes, I guess we're we've <laughs> It's kind of given everything we can at this point. So that was a little, it was a little jarring to see hmm. that, uh, that we're not there. But what I did find was they have a whole, they, a whole area of, of signature recipes. These are cocktail recipes that Piggy hmm. Ben has put together. Hmm. Are we and in I there? thought maybe, yeah. And when we, um, maybe when we are really struggling, we can just go and pick uh, a recipe and, and use that as what we talk about. <laughs> How do you feel about that plan? Because there are one, sounds, two, seven, there's like yeah. fifth. There's there are almost twenty recipes here. It sounds this more almost, and more like that's the plan for tonight. Is that the plan? Yes, it was part <laughs> one, and this will be the next thirty or so weeks of of ads. How long are we do this podcast? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and so, uh, well, so if you so you their first their featured cocktail, they have a featured one. It's got its own box, and it's called the Floradora. Hmm. Um, I'll just ask you, what do you think a cocktail called Floradora might Floridora. have in it? And if it, if it helps, if Floradora is one word, but the F and D are both capitalized. Floradora. So it's got, it's got Florida vibes. So it's obviously, obviously has like, it's mostly seawater, but okay. I would say, um, Floradora, a uh, little bit of, uh, blue curacao, some okay. seawater, okay. um, mm-hmm. and most of hermit crab. And okay. That's it. That's what I got. How close was I? Well, I'm wondering now if we should actually give them the real cocktail or just <laughs> just tell the world that your version is what is on there until they put us on the website. <laughs> you know, I, I, I bet the website's not locked down as much as you think it would. You could probably go in there and just touch it up a little bit if you really wanted to. That's probably true. Probably pretty easy. Well, if you want to make Patrick's Floradora, you're going to have to – I don't – there was no – Pat, can I – Nothing stopping you. For a second. It's all stuff you no, can find nothing. at Schnooks. Hmm? I, well, that's <laughs> – Florida not necessarily yes okay that part's true and then the other part the other part that's it's it's related to what you said is that none of those things are pick me ben specific oh do they don't wanna, make their own that's fine okay the seawater well they do they have river water but it's not you said seawater no. yeah it, i was pretty specific yeah so, so um don't change your answer yeah so uh, i'm gonna change out <laughs> i'm gonna change out uh the hermit crab okay. to uh a crawd eddy most of Wait, can I stop you for a second here too? Yes, because sir. I am it's just now I'm just now realizing I think you said most of a hermit crab. Most of a hermit crab. Okay. As much as so you I, do wanna, I do want to I do want to push back on that a bit. What which <laughs> what percentage and which parts? It's like the dollar bill rule, like more than half. Because you can't you know, like so it, you, Okay. You ahead. can't turn in less than half of a hermit crab and get credit for like the whole hermit crab. Right. So, so you more than half. Anything 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 that's more than half will round up. Yes, correct. Yep. Yeah. So, do, whole do you know what too, recipes are? <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, they're ways you put together delicious drinks for your friends. Okay. Um, they're pretty. They're you. I mean, sometimes they're mm-hmm. pretty specific. Do you want to? Do you want to just? Do you want to give some some okay. thoughts about like which parts of hermit crab or? Yeah, the claws. Are, uh, the okay. claws, the little feet, maybe the uh, 
the back. I don't know, but you know, it's that again. That part's not not the, not the tummy. Uh, more than no, not the tummy. No, not, not the crab tummy. No, absolutely not. No, okay. um, but more than half. Uh, the blue curacao. Uh, I can switch out seawater for river water. I okay. guess. All right. Okay. Um, and then pinky I'm going brand, to pinky bend brand river water. Pinky bend, right. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say uh, a sprig of what's what, what's what's in there? A sprig of rosemary. Rosemary feels right. Rosemary feels right to rosemary, you. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Okay. For river water. How close did I get? That's all I want to know. Boy, not one of those <laughs> ingredients is right. If you, if you, boy, gosh. If you want, if you want to read this up, this segment on a, is going much worse than if, I expected, and if, I thought it would go badly. <laughs> if you want to read up on the uh, second best <laughs> recipe called Who's the Floridora. Yeah, it's on their website. Then you can go to picknyben.com, P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D.com. They do have their Floridora. Their version of it. Their version. Their version, yeah. Yeah. It's So their version is Pickney Ben's version. Patrick's version is kind of like the Taylor's version. It's like Patrick mm-hmm. Patrick lives the essence of this. And I guess in this in this example, Pickney Ben is Scooter Braun, which I don't mm. – that doesn't feel good because they are our sponsor. So, <laughs> boy, this was a mistake. Well, I mean, there's more recipes. There's always next week. Welcome back to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who doesn't take it real seriously. Nailed it that time. No que- no, no bones about it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. No additional audio markers necessary. That's right. Moving on. I did a great job. I did it as if I had done this for 71 episodes, mm-hmm. but didn't take seven episodes off mentally <laughs> to fuck that up a lot <laughs> um that's what our show's about it's about it's about it's a fun ghost story mm-hmm. and this this episode i'm i'm pleased to report uh as far at least as far as i'm concerned i saw as far as i know right now no no bummers to start off uh this episode patrick you got anything sad uh going on in your life uh not and no just a to- you got a toilet going on yeah right i mean here. there's a so toilet obviously flushing <laughs> right not above ideal. me which uh okay. It's always a great way to introduce everyone to the show. I mean, it's an accurate mm-hmm. way, at least. Sure, um, that is true. It's kind of like That's if you had happen. one of those like like sound pad buttons that was just a toilet mm-hmm. flushing, and then it went on for like 105 seconds. That's that's basically what it's like now. Um, and when, under what circumstances would you push that? Uh, I think you have to actually hold it for 105 seconds. Oh, it's the continued flushing of the toilet. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No real reason. Just you know, living in yeah. a 15 square foot posted stamp house with 17 other people. So. Yeah, what we want is for people, all our friends listening, I, we want you to be here with us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're all about community. <laughs> yeah. We want you to feel you it's an immersive experience. Well. I think it's yeah. fair. Totally yeah. fair. I'm down here. Absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> so let's all suffer. Yeah. Uh, but no, nothing more uh, suffery than last week, no? So. Did it? Uh, has, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, We're going to assume that means it's gotten somewhat better. So let's move on to, um, I have an announcement. Mm. announcement for everyone which depending on how this audio ends up being cut together maybe they've already heard but (laughs) we we uh we have some good news that we're so grateful for we have um a couple of a couple of new uh, team members here at is this a ghost 
we received a message from one of our our one of our best one of our best listeners. I'll just say it. He's one of our best listeners. I mean, I'm, I'll say it. he's the best listener we have. Well, I, really, Patrick, I, 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 it's hard to, it's hard to, hey, it's hard to, it's hard to disagree. Hard to disagree, mm-hmm. especially in light of the uh, the announcement that's coming up here. That uh, Jeremy Montoya uh, has reached out, and he, we have been in contact before. He, uh, he, he was one of the really good ones who said, "I'm hosting a listening party. Can you please send me that really creepy uh, extra episode about the the wooden doll with nails through its eyes? Because I want my five year old to hear it." <laughs> and that I guess went okay because <laughs> he's still listening. And um, uh, I don't know. A couple weeks ago, we 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 kind of made a joke about if um, if anyone wants better audio, they're going to have to volunteer to be <laughs> our to unpaid. Roll audio up your sleeves engineer. and do it yourself. And uh, God, lo and behold, Jeremy reached out and he said he would love to do that. And he and I have been working together over the last week and just kind of you know sharing notes on on how it should be edited. And he did mm-hmm. he did last week's episode was his first one. Um, and it sounds great. So I and so he's on board as far it, uh, until he tells me he's not on board anymore. He's on board. <laughs> and until those emails start bouncing back, I I think he's, yeah. I think it's hook line. So thank you, Jeremy Montoya, our new audio editor. Uh, which I truly like. God, it's saving me mm-hmm. hours out of my life every week. I am so grateful, and he's not getting paid any money for it because we don't get paid any money for this. Um, <laughs> he may get paid in whiskey at some point in the future if we can. We're gonna, we that is yeah. we are going to make that happen. <laughs> I don't know how yet. We're gonna we're gonna talk with with Petra and Tara, but um, it's gonna happen. Um, but thank you so much, to Jeremy. And also, we uh, in the same week actually we had a twofer. Uh, our friend of the show, Jen Swanson, who um, attentive listeners will remember mm-hmm. from uh, our episode of Kenosha mm-hmm. with the um, gosh, what was that house called? There was oh. it was nuns were involved, and a rich person, and there was a lake and a dead nun inside of it. You all, you know, yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody you know. knows. And if you could, everyone knows, if, if you could comment about what the name was, <laughs> if you could uh, email yeah. is a ghost gmail.com with the name of that, we would be really <laughs> grateful. Uh, she was our guest host for that episode, our our third host, and she was so wonderful. And she's been a listener of, of the podcast from the beginning. She reached out and said she would volunteer to be our our unpaid intern um, to take our videos and actually load them up onto YouTube. So those of you who have been clamoring for YouTube videos, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but there have been some people clamoring for us to put these on YouTube. Um, I think Jen is going to make that happen. So. Um, Thank you so much to Jeremy and Jen. I truly thank you both. It's we are we are overwhelmed with gratitude. We don't know uh, why you're making the decision that you've made. It seems like a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but again, I'm not gonna you know not gonna say no. No, nope, we're grateful. I did give Jeremy. I think I sent him five different emails. I was like, "This is the this is the last time I will ask you if you're sure because <laughs> it's a lot of work and there's no money." Um, <laughs> but it's uh oh. it's great um but this is also a good thing so eventually you know the hope is if this show keeps growing it's been growing a lot actually the last the last couple of months and if it keeps going on that trajectory then before too long we will actually be able to potentially reach out to some some sponsors who pay money and look pickney ben there are they're they're us they're right. part of us yeah. we're not we're not losing them ever mm-hmm. um and they they do give us alcohol, which is real nice. <laughs> so they're they're part of this show, this DNA. So they're not going anywhere. But um, if we if we get to a, a point where we can start actually finding um, some other sponsors to send money, then um, then Jeremy and Jen will get some of that. We if we mm-hmm. get money, they'll get money. Yeah, is uh, they, yeah. Can, they can have mine. I'm, I have enough fun down here in the basement for 
Yeah. Three people. Good. Yeah. We're okay. Well, that's good to know. They cannot have mine, but um, it's they. It's you can split Patrick's. Yeah, that's, that's great. great. I mean, I kind of like challenged you on air here, and you just yeah. sort of you know just yeah. sort of backed away from it. That's great. I'm very clear about uh, my yeah. needs, and it's to uh, to make money, and uh, I I, need, I love what you're doing. I need twenty five dollars every three months to do this show, and mm-hmm. that's going to have to happen. So yeah. Uh, and now Jeremy and Jen can split twelve fifty every three months <laughs> to do this show. So, uh, but you all can help. You can help us do that if you want. You can rate and review, and you can tell all your friends. Those things are all very helpful. Um, anyway, that's you know, please do all that. That's great. But mostly, thank you so much, Jeremy and Jen. Um, you know, what else can you say? It's it's just wild. Thank you. We're so grateful. Um, Pat, any uh, any anything going on? Um, I mean, I unfucked my audio. I'm pretty excited about that. You spent some real time. I did. I I down. I I watched a lot of YouTube videos and and uh, read through the manual about 17 times. The manual is not the most helpful thing in the world. But it turns out if your fat fucking fingers lean on the knobs and roll them all to 10, even though there's nothing plugged into them, your audio mm-hmm. gets really fucked for a few weeks. So yeah, sure seems like it. In case anybody wants. I distinctly uh, recall you saying I didn't touch this thing, and now it's bad. Mm-hmm. So are you uh, are you rolling that back? You I mean, I, do I don't want to say I like didn't touch it. I mean, it's not like you know, I touched. You it. did just say your fat fucking yeah. fingers <laughs> fucked it up, so that feels like touching. I don't know. Do you want to? Um, oh, maybe you can like offer an apology, or uh, I don't know. To Jeremy, I think yeah, probably to gosh, Jeremy. That's good. Maybe yeah. maybe Jeremy, maybe me. I don't know. I spent seven dollars on a new cord out of my own pocket for you, and that wasn't the issue. And um, uh, you know, right. it's okay because we're good friends. We go way back. I don't mind spending seven dollars yeah. on uh, on on you. But well, especially since you're going to be giving back any of the sponsorship money. So that's you know, oh, it's, it's so rich soon. It's going to be so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, gosh. All right. Well. Do you want to hear a ghost story? I do. Good. Where is it? <laughs> I thought... About 40 miles west of Missoula, Montana, is an area called Fish Creek. <laughs> the... <laughs> Go on. Uh, the first... <laughs> the, the last name they had in the hat to name the creek was the fish creek it is a pretty lazy name Mm -hmm. it is one step up from calling it water creek Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. feeds into rock creek which feeds into water river which feeds into big water river what's very funny is that i looked up the uh google maps on this the other day and i don't remember exactly the names but so fish creek is there but one of them i think is rock creek and one of them i think is chicken creek which i do have questions about <laughs> that one we lost to the chickens centuries ago it's we fought you know bravely the great chicken but... war of missoula montana yeah so in 1913 rumors started circulating uh, out of the fish creek area about the ghost of a weeping woman who was appearing to the hunters and the railroad men in the area. So we're starting off with the ghost this week. Okay. All right. Don't need like, not a normal, but yeah. Now the first documented sighting of this ghost, uh, came from workers on the Northern Pacific railroad to, I think I meant members of that crew. This does Mm. say two meters of that crew. And that doesn't make sense. (laughs) 
Not a good way to measure people, but okay, yeah, <laughs> fine. The shortest man on that crew, his name was Ed Healy. Uh, two members, Ed Healy and N.E. Haskins, mm-hmm. filed a report about this ghost sighting, and this is what they had to say. This is, uh, there'll be a direct quote in here somewhere. Let's, mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, in August of 1913, they were on a tra- so they were on a train passing through the Fish Creek area, mm-hmm. specifically between a town called Sear, Sire? Sire. Okay. C-Y-R? That's impossible. Sear. Okay. I'll, I go with yeah. Sear. I'm not sure what it means, though. Uh, nope. And the Fish Creek Bridge, <laughs> when they saw, quote, a radiant maiden strolling majestically over the foothills in tearful meditation. Oh, majestic and weeping. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a look. That's something, uh, that's something that takes a little bit to pull off. It sounds you a know? little bit like these guys were pretty horny. <laughs> <laughs> pretty horny and blind <laughs> drunk. Um <laughs> Strolling majestically over the foothills, radiant maiden in her Maybe we were staring into the sun. Who can tell? (laughs) Seven fingers of corn whiskey in our bellies, and we weren't (laughs) waiting around to find out. Uh, According to the report, they watched her until she, quote, melted away. That's the sun. Again, it's the sun. I don't know. It might be the sun. Now that you're saying all this, it might be the sun. Now, I've never seen the sun crying, but I guess if you have enough corn whiskey, you might. Yeah. That the might day happen. turned into night. The maiden disappeared over the far hill, <laughs> never to be seen again. Until the ah, next morning when she rose. The sun is weeping <laughs> tears of blood. Ah! Uh. Uh, when she disappeared, they all looked around, and they were like, uh, hey, did you guys all see that? <laughs> and they all had. They had all seen the ghost, and they, they gave this ghost a name. They called this ghost. Any guesses? <laughs> I'm going to say scary ghost. That's what I'm going to go with. I mean, yeah, you got Fish Creek, you got Rock Creek, you got Water River. I'm thinking scary ghost is probably the name of the ghost at this point. Okay. They took to calling the ghost the scary ghost. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. They took to calling the ghost uh, the Fish Creek ghost. Oh, it was okay. right there. It was right there for you. I, I thought it was a softball. Um, um, and you read too much into it, hmm. and that's no. that's your fault. That's on you. Now you look job. stupid. It's my job. <laughs> so the next month, the same men decided to go hunting around Fish Creek again. Because mm-hmm. again, I can't stress this enough. They are so horny for this ghost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you guys want to go back yeah. there? Because I know as a ghost, but like you want to go back there and like hunt? Not for the not for the ghost. Yeah, but like. These are the, the these are the guys that if they were sailors they would be fucking the manatees thinking they were mermaids. That's that's these guys, right? It's absolutely these guys. I think so. Explain yeah. to me um in, in how? Hmm? And how? No, explain to me how. How do you I'm not going to like like the, mechanically the describe it, but that's, you know, <laughs> I would actually I'm curious to know if you could. <laughs> it's a different podcast on a different system. On the dark web, uh, no, you know the, the uh, you know they would always <laughs> listen to our new sp- <laughs> new podcast, see stuff at see stuff dot xxx. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so yeah, there, there, you know, there's always those tales of you know sailors getting you know being out at sea for you know six months or a year or whatever it is, and they see something and they think it's a, a beautiful maiden in the water, and it turns out they're just you know sick from you know drinking salt water, and it's really just manatees. So, okay. <laughs> okay. 
Well, anyway, so on <laughs> on this hunting trip, the men go back with some other friends, and they find an abandoned cabin. Hmm. And they decide to set up their camp uh, close to the cabin. They don't want to go in there because it feels weird because it's an abandoned cabin. Probably okay. haunted. Hmm. Um, so they set up camp nearby, and uh, the cabin served as a landmark to help them find their way back to camp, which was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were having a, a good old time. And then one evening, as they were sitting around the campfire, they suddenly saw the melancholy maiden walking slowly through the trees a little ways into the woods. So they call out to her. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, 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 and These and, are cat calls. For yeah, sure. okay. <laughs> and how do you call out to, to a maiden in the woods? Hey, you looking good, huh? <laughs> you want to put this in your robes? Come on. Um, I like those tears. I got something for you to get wet. Come on, <laughs> etc. Um, I lived in New York for a summer. Can you tell? By the yeah, way, I did that. yeah, exactly. One summer, right? Like ninety days, <laughs> yeah, no more, yeah. no less. Okay, yeah, yeah, three months, kind of, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so they call out to her, and she ignores them and just keeps going in the direction of. That's the what cabin. you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to acknowledge. That's it. true. You know, I mean, that's true. Kind of on her side at this point. You know. Yeah, yeah. She watched that YouTube video where it's like, okay, if this mm. happens, you just ignore it, keep yeah. going forward, mm. don't give them any attention. Mm. Absolutely, exactly. Yep. Go back into the woods. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> Everything's gonna be great there. Yeah. Walk back over the horizon and uh, yeah, and uh, melt into the sunlight. Mm-hmm. So she keeps going. She goes in the direction of the cabin. Mm-hmm. Now, this cabin had been built decades earlier by a forester whose name was Gossage. Hmm. Uh, no first name on record. No, nah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good single name right there. That's yeah, got, that's got so. a very like, you know, Roseanne quality to it, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, boy, where are we at here? So, so this cabin that he builds is a one and a half story cabin that consisted of a, a large room on the main floor with a stairway up to the half floor, which was the bedroom. There was also a barn and a small chicken pen. And who would like to see a photo of this cabin? You would. Good. Thank you, Patrick. Here you go. This is an actual photograph of the cabin taken um, <laughs> not long after the events that not, I am discussing. Like not long several after days photography after. was invented, apparently. This, it's, uh, this. it's not... Um, <laughs> It's not with a digital. It's not with a Nikon. No, no. This this is clearly taken like from a guy underneath of a hood on the other side of a valley taking this photo. I'm not entirely sure what I'm supposed to gather from this. He's like, "Hey, son, don't move." Yeah. Um, okay. So, so here, so it's a, it's a, it's not, mm-hmm. it's framed very badly. It is. And <laughs> if, 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 if you look closely, you can actually see a nude Abraham Lincoln in the back of it. I didn't really know, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But it's tasteful. You know, it's, it's yeah, tasteful. very tasteful. Yeah. It's uh, delicious. I would it's say. ghostly, but it's right. yeah. <laughs> ghostly, <laughs> but not ghastly. Um. Oh boy! I wish you would stop bringing <laughs> nude Abraham Lincoln into these ghosts. I wish you would stop selling. That's what I wish. <laughs> no one has yet said that your descriptions of naked Abraham Lincoln is their favorite part of this podcast. Not a single person has said that. And has anyone so, said I have tuned out because of Patrick's constant depictions of Abraham Lincoln's nudity? It, well. I'm just saying, I haven't heard anything about it. They haven't shared it with me. (laughs) Hey, friends, listen. If you listen to the Abraham Lincoln episode, and I think several episodes since then where Patrick keeps talking about naked Abe, will you just let us know if you're pro or 
con when it comes to <laughs> to naked Abraham Lincoln. It won't influence the content of the podcast. I promise you that. Yeah, but. and if you say you're for it, we are going to send you um, AI generated images of naked Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> we have so so just, many. Just just be ready. <laughs> anyway, this is uh-huh. a picture of a cabin. This is here's a cabin. It's at the bottom of the frame. It's again a very mm-hmm. poorly framed thing, yeah. but. Um, this is the cabin, the one and a half story cabin. Here's mm-hmm. the uh, the big barn. There are just a ton of trees. Mm-hmm. This yep. is in the middle of nowhere, clearly. Um, and this is some Evil Dead shit. I don't. I I would not go to this cabin. Mm-hmm. Would you go to this cabin? Uh, I don't think so. I'm wondering what uh, Mr. Duckworth's pen picture means. Uh, the, the, the the caption. Sorry, hey man. The, the caption but is. We'll get there. <laughs> the haunted cabin and surroundings, more vividly described in Mr. Duckworth's pen picture yeah now we will get there in a sense however i will say this i don't think when we get to duckworth pen picture doesn't come up again and i do honestly think what they mean is his description yeah his re- yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah that, that that makes sense that's that's a very like you know early 20th century way of describing things is i think so and what i have decided is that i will now describe all my novels as pen pictures maybe pen masterpieces no pictures is better Anyway, um, who is using the toilet so much? There have been seven <laughs> different flushes since we started. How record- many people live in here? We've house? been recording for, well, admittedly, forty-five minutes, but there have been seven different flushes. I don't oh can't God. they just share one? Anyway, <clears throat> <laughs> this feels I like just... um, a conversation you need to have with your family. Um, it <laughs> is an audio time. marker, Jeremy. Is an audio marker right here? <laughs> yeah, cut that, Jeremy, for sure. Um, Leave that one in. So no one, so Gossage builds this place and he leaves. No one knows why he left. They just know that the cottage has been abandoned ever since and has started to fall into ruin. Now, I will bet $20. I know why he left. I bet he killed a sad fucking lady. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then skipped off to Missoula or Helena. Oh boy, I was going to say, name one other town in Montana. <laughs> and you did it. You did a great job. <laughs> Um, so over the next couple of years, more and more people saw the ghost of the crying woman. So by 1915, two years later, word of the haunting had reached the city, the big city of Missoula. What I love about the year 1915 is like all these railroad guys have heard about the ghost and their, their reaction is like, we got to handle this. This is, (laughs) we're (laughs) rub your sleeves, boys. (laughs) <laughs> let's take care of this <laughs> I cock the gun where are you going Kevin's haunted <laughs> so the morning of Sunday January 17th uh, three railroad workers get together <laughs> at this is a fun detail at Lewis Kennedy's clothing emporium <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to plan an expedition to the ghost site now I don't know uh, why you choose a clothing emporium to as defeat planning the site. ghost we must dress the paw. <laughs> If you want to defeat the ghost, you must dress like the ghost. <laughs> what do you have that's clear? I don't know, but I am weeping at the moment. So perhaps <laughs> that will help us. Bully! <laughs> this is going like crackers. So the three men who meet are, their names are W.E. Fuge, Red Alberts, and Ed Rendleman. Mm-hmm. Now, Rendleman was described by local newspapers as, quote, Six foot one and burly as a prize fighter. Mm, okay. So, so someone's going to 
punch out a woman ghost, it's going to be this guy. This guy. Again. That's correct. Well, I haven't heard so about naturally, the other guys. Sure. <laughs> That's right. He was chosen to so be the, the leader muscle. of the ghost hunt. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you're muscle. in charge. You're big. You're in charge. Yeah. <clears throat> and then yes. uh, we got to you got to have the brains. Who's the brains? Mm, Is there no so. brains on here? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to go punch out a ghost in the woods, so maybe the brains yeah. part isn't the best. Um, does anybody have a horse? And maybe that's the next thing. Yeah. Mm, no. Does old E. L. No Fudge there have a horse or no? Uh, <laughs> no. W. E. Fudge does Sorry. that. Fudge. 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 Yeah. Fudge does not have a horse. No mm-hmm. horse. No, no one horse. has a horse. No one. I don't think anyone has brains. But Rendleman, pretty beefy. <laughs> He's got these mitts. You gotta fight the ghost. You gotta need the mitts. <laughs> Ghosts hate this one weird body type, and it's beefy. So a few days later, on January 23rd, these three men, they board a train out of Missoula, and they ride all the way. They disembark at the Rivulet station. They get a train ticket for this? They, they get a train ticket. three train tickets for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They don't eat for like a month to save up for these train tickets to go punch a ghost in the woods. Well, Randleman has been eating because he is okay. beefy. All right. So I'm... I'm just going to say it. This is sounding a lot more like the manatee story than not at this point. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't There's know about no three dudes buying it. train tickets in the middle of the woods if there isn't some sort of uh, prize to be won. Um, I don't. That's a good point. I don't know what the, like what the benefit is yeah. other than saying, "Hey guys, don't worry. Mm-hmm. We punched the ghost, and <laughs> <laughs> and now it's fine." Yeah. This is either a manatee thing, a weird stand-by-me thing, which I don't think we should discount yet, um, okay. or maybe like Fair. a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type thing. You know, like they just want to go out there and and uh, you know set things straight, use all their okay. So their Ed Rendleman is which character from literature? Uh, <laughs> from, I didn't say literature. I said Lee. Well, okay, all right. I, I see what you mean. Uh-huh. Um, I thought you meant LXG was uh, literature, and then I realized. Um, well, uh, first of all, comic books are literature. Okay. And, uh, That's fair. That's fair. Well, more importantly, they are the characters themselves. Go on. Clearly, Frankenstein's monster. That's I think it's an obvious. Rendleman, you think? Okay. Yes, obviously. But like yeah. classic, not like the movie version, like yeah. the intelligent one. Who, right. Yes. One from the actual novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Makes um, sense. Mm-hmm. Red Fudge. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Who? Red Alberts. Red Alberts. Uh, I'm going to have to Feels go. like a vampire thing, right? That seems very vampire. It seems like very. You've got red all over you. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a very. It's it's so that's Van Helsing. Or the, wait, okay. was was Van Helsing? Well, Van Helsing was well. That's a good one because he's the vampire hunter, of course. So yep. he might he's got the blood spatters. Yeah. Okay. So Van okay. Helsing, Red all Alberts, right. good. And then Eo Fudge is probably going to be uh, again. That's not the name, but go on. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Because <laughs> I don't know what the name is. Um, Eo Fudge is probably going to be. Um, gosh, help me here. Um, it's got to be Dorian Gray, right? Yeah, I, I, that's the only other one it I know. It sounds like a fop. <laughs> <That's>, I, <laughs> okay. is, yeah, that is a, okay. Yeah. So we got Dorian okay. Gray, Van Helsing, and Frankenstein's monster okay. clambering off into the forest after they disembark from the train, obviously. Yeah. And uh, going to go mess up a ghost, a ghost lady. I think the writer strike is coming to an end. Should we reach out to someone about this? <laughs> I think we've got something. <laughs> Uh, get me Hugh Jackman, Mickey Rourke, <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr. But not in the roles you think. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, okay, so where are we? Beefy, body type, ghosts. Okay, so they all get off the train, and the ghost hunt has begun. When they get to the train station, they ask the operator there, um, 
Uh, her name is Miss Bertha, Ber- Miss Bertha Lucky. Mm-hmm. They ask her if she's ever heard about the ghost, and she's like, yeah, we're all very familiar with the ghost. Like, why the train station is literally right here. <laughs> everyone getting off. We are making so much money <laughs> from beefy idiots who come to punch the ghost. It's going to interest you in a divining rod rental. It is very affordable. <laughs> And she offers them directions to the cabin, quote, if they dared to visit. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've noticed either, uh, but I do want to point out, I've been using a lot of quotes. Mm-hmm. This is one of the most, <laughs> for reasons I do not understand, one of the most well-documented <laughs> ghost stories that we've ever had. Um, and, there are a the- lot of people on a lot of records with a lot of quotes. <laughs> How does it get to that point? I mean, I guess we'll find out. I don't really understand. Like this, I'm not sure. We does will. the governor get involved? Is does like a like a court case get called for this? Is there I discovery? Guess there must have been like one newspaper person in Missoula mm-hmm. who was like, "This is my beat. No one else is covering ghosts <laughs> right now, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a name for myself." And a uh, hundred years later, it paid off. Hmm. I don't know, but there. Also, this is winter. In Montana, like I don't, there yeah. there can be nothing going on. It's a little slow, little slow up there. Yeah. So this happens in like July. I don't know if we hear about it. No. But January, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so so she's like, yeah, we all the ghosts. Um. And where are uh boo, 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 boo. so she's like uh, oh yeah so she offers them directions to the cabinet they dare to visit but she warns them that two weeks earlier. She'd had the same exact conversation with two hunters from the town of Wallace, Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those guys had visited the cabin in broad daylight. And then later that same afternoon, those same two hunters had returned to the station, had bought tickets for the next train out, and they had left so quickly that they left their guns and supplies behind. <laughs> Terrified out of their minds. And so she says, quote, again, this is, a, this is, these are her words, quote, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure what the world record for two and a half miles is, but those hunters from Wallace said it and it will hold for centuries. <laughs> Which uh. is a pretty sick burn. Um, but Rendleman, he's like super beefy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So let's, he's let's, like, let's continue uh-huh, talking okay. about that here. This guy. Yeah. This guy, this is Gaston from uh, Beating the Beast. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't worry, we're very burly. Um, and so they go, they set off for the mm-hmm. cabin. Um, but they must have been a little concerned because before they left the station, they did, each of them wrote up a, uh, a quick little will and ah. left them in a security deposit box at the Rivulet post office. I'll leave my stuff to you. You leave your stuff to EL Fudge. <laughs> EL, leave his stuff to me. It's flawless. I, I, it's I flawless. don't see a problem with it. I, nope. I'll sign flawless. yours, you sign his, and I'll sign his. <laughs> so they do that, and they uh, and then they make their way toward the cabin. Now, the cabin you can only reach by walking. You can you can also be on horseback. I don't mm-hmm. think they had horses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's January in Montana. It's cold as hell. There's snow everywhere. It's it's a not a it's not an easy two and a half miles. Mm-hmm. They eventually find the cabin, uh, and there's a stream running alongside it so before they go in they stop uh red alberts stops at the stream to fill his canteen Mm -hmm. 
and this is a quote from Albert that he wrote later, quote, there were no tracks in the snow. The snow was deep and soft. I bent over the stream with my can and to my amazement saw 12 or 15 clots of fresh blood on the snow on the bank. I thought my nose was bleeding. I wiped my face, but there was no blood. Hmm. So he calls the other men over and they, they rush over. Mm-hmm. By the time they get there, the blood has vanished. Hmm. And so then they thought, should we go hang out inside the cabin? <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us has started to go mad. I think we should go inside the cabin. <laughs> so, so they do. So they set up camp inside the cabin. They cook up some supper in the kitchen, uh, and then they settle into. Yeah, they use the. They, These are hey, the kitchens. Is, there. This is some like YouTube ass behavior right here. Is what's going on? This is very much. <laughs> this is very much some ghost hunters. Uh, you know, channel stuff going on. Now watch as I start a fire in this old-ass kitchen. I've never oh, felt no. like this in a house before. Do you guys feel this? It's so hot, but also cold. When I move Weird. the camera real fast, it looks like everything's moving fast. Ah! What was that? I don't know. Was it my new Bomba's socks? <laughs> Bomba's socks, <laughs> the most comfortable socks you can wear while you're hunting ghosts. Right, do you have beefy feet? Bomba's socks will fit those. Um, so they go and make dinner <laughs> and then they, they settle into the living room and, uh, and they just sit in the living room and they eat their dinner mm-hmm. and then they just hang out waiting for something to happen. Yeah. You yeah. know, besides the blood, like the next thing to happen. Yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. Yes. The next thing to happen. <laughs> and they, of course, they have their loaded rifles in hand. Mm-hmm. Cannot stress this enough. Friends, mm. everyone listening, listen. Guns don't work on ghosts. They don't. No. Not silver There's bullets. There's never been one instance where mm-hmm. a gun has worked on a ghost. No. Absolutely not. Not rock salt. Not. Nope. Um, what else can you put in a, in a gun? Darts. Darts. Dart? Yeah, yeah dart definitely thing? not yeah. darts. Dart? Um, BBs? Yeah. No. I'd, I, yeah. Um, Nothing you can do, really. Little plastic pellets? Mm-hmm. Um, airsoft, airsoft stuff. Same yeah. Airsoft yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Airsoft stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. The little um, tiny Nerf darts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those. Those might work on ghosts. Yeah. We don't know what Nerf is made of, it's so play- it might. Yeah. Maybe it's a playful it, ghost. You don't know. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, buckshot. Not going to do a whole lot. It's just going to no, make a not. big noise and probably going to take a big chunk out of ear. It's going to kill at least two of your yeah, two friends. So hours passed and night mm-hmm. comes on. And it's very dark. I mean, you saw the picture. It's in the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. It's it's very dark. This is before electricity is has reached this part of the world. And so Fuge and Alberts, they fall asleep, but Rendleman, and he's just so beefy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just he's so he's super beefy. So he's, he's like he's I, not falling asleep. I've got I've, I've got to do first watch. You know, yeah. I gotta I gotta watch out over these guys. And one of them's nothing but a little elf. The yeah. other one, um, is Robert Downey Jr. Is Robert Downey Jr. And he keeps seeing like, you know, and his nose keeps bleeding every fucking five minutes. So obviously he's not going to be helping much. So I'll just kind of watch out here. Make sure, you know, nothing, nothing bad happens. Yeah. And he does. And, uh, according to, uh, according to Alberts, um, one of the guys who fell asleep, uh, quote, I was awakened by Rendleman pinching my knee, which is a little, little erotic. It's not, you know, it's a little playful. I mean, January in Montana, and you've just tricked these two guys coming into a cabin in the middle of the woods with you, or have you? Hey, man. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Uh, yeah. 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 
catch as catch can, as they say. Um, I was waking up my random touch. He said nothing but pointed. All I saw was a human face with tearful, staring eyes. If the face had a body, I did not get it. I don't. I assume he means I don't see it. I don't think he's like, <laughs> it was not my turn for said body. body. Yeah. <laughs> he had never this. So this person had never seen a woman before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ah, was well, that what it's like <laughs> yeah. under there? Ew. <laughs> Uh, the face, well, the, this is, this is a continuation of the quote. Mm. Uh, the face was in the doorway leading from the bedroom. I saw it distinctly. It was a woman's face. Mm. Rendleman's telling was similar. He said, quote, I plainly saw a woman. She was dressed in a bridal gown, new of light silk. She was crying. She came out of the bedroom and stood in the door. The woman stood, stood there, uh, about 30 seconds, then crossed the room to the window at our left and disappeared. She was no more than eight or nine feet from us. We made no effort to seize the apparition, which I think is good. Yeah. I don't, I don't, think, I mean, I don't think you want to try to grab a ghost. I mean, you did come all the way out there, though. Well, that's true. You know, I, it's, what for, if not to grab ghosts? Yes, yeah, not to bring back a handful of ghost goo onto the train and tell the lady, <laughs> you know. Why did you bring someone so burly if he's not going to punch the ghost? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> Uh, any man in that town could have run from the ghost, but I got you to take a chunk out of that fucking ghost. <laughs> now, W.E. Fuge, was, uh, he did not see the ghost. And he did say later, he believed Rendleman and Alberts uh, maybe dreamed the whole thing. Hmm. See but I will point out that Fuge was the literal only person in this story who was actually asleep. <laughs> so <laughs> that didn't necessarily check out. Uh, the next morning, the men packed up and they caught the train back to Missoula and they're telling people what happened. And most people in Missoula heard the story. Were like, I don't, I don't know. Do you think so? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They were very uncertain. Some people, of course, were like, Oh my god, it's fucking haunted. And some mm-hmm. people were like, You know, it's a sham. But a lot of them were like, uh, I don't, know what yeah. to, I don't know not what convinced. To think. Not convinced. Yeah. Yep. So a couple of days later, on January twenty sixth, Rendleman and Alberts wrote the following letter to the Missoulian newspaper. Quote, a great many of our citizens and others who have merely declared their intention of becoming citizens have a tendency to treat the matter of the Fish Creek Specter or Lady Ghost with shrug of doubting shoulders and loud salvos of mirth. Perhaps, however, if they were suddenly confronted at midnight by a lovely young lady dressed in milk-white bridal splendor, weeping bitterly but silently, wringing her little hands in abject despair, walking over the foothills in the silvery moonlight, then the matter would not be viewed in so gleeful a light. I like this quote because there are there's a few different like upsetting things that he <laughs> slips in there. Um, like the little our citizens, hands. yeah, yeah, little hands is one, uh, and a great many of our citizens and others who have merely declared their intention of becoming citizens. Like you don't have to add that. <laughs> who's, who's that for exactly? You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we get it. You hate immigrants. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. you don't have to say that here. <laughs> Yeah, Little uh-huh. Hands was one. Yeah. The one immigrant that made it all the way up to Montana, that guy. Oh, he <laughs> burns my britches. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so the town of Missoula is divided. Half the people think there might be a ghost. The other half are wrong because mm-hmm. it's clearly a ghost. Right. Which is actually a lot like this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's true. A lot of listeners, half the listeners say uh, no, mm-hmm. half the listeners uh, are right. Mm-hmm. Um, bitter feuds are breaking out. 
And so, Dr. Thaddeus Bolton <laughs> of the University the of Montana. The town is torn asunder. <laughs> and Dr. Thaddeus Bolton says, I will help. He's from the University of Montana, and he challenges the men to a debate oh. at Lewis Kennedy's clothing store. <laughs> 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 We're only the dapperest of ghost hunters shop. It's just like, is this the only store in town? Yeah. <laughs> is this the only place there is? Uh, soon after, there will be a criminal trial held at the clothing Lewis shop. Lewis Kennedy's yeah. store. Immediately followed by a hanging and <sighs> the town ball. <laughs> God. So, so he challenged them to a debate on the 30th. Um, now, Bolton was head of the psychology department at the mm. U of Montana, and he's very certain that science can answer this question once mm. and for all and prove them all to be lunatics. On the night of the debate, the store was packed with people. They're all very excited to see this debate happen. Very well dressed as well. Yes. Like <laughs> Dresses for every man. <laughs> and the only people who did not seem very interested were Rendleman, Alberts, and Fuge, who refused to attend. Oh, come on, guys. So at no point did they say they would, but everyone's like, sure. ah, they'll probably show up. <laughs> they did not. If not, I need a new hat, and I think this is probably the time <laughs> to steal one. I mean, I don't know who Lewis Kennedy is, but he is the smartest businessman who's ever been in the American frontier. <laughs> it's amazing. He's got so good at getting people mm. into his store. Um. So, anyway, so the town is still tearing itself apart mm. <laughs> until a hero rises. Ooh. A hero named Bert Duckworth. Ah, Duckworth finally enters the scene. Okay. Duckworth steps forward and he says, friends, Missoulians, I will settle this once and for all. Now, Duckworth was a photographer, mm -hmm. both with camera and with pen, I guess. <laughs> I am a photographer of the written word, as they say. <laughs> uh, and he thought that if the ghost existed, then a photograph would catch her. Mm -hmm. um, and that would settle the matter, one, matter once and for all. Mm -hmm. Yes. Then we would all know that we, you know, live upon the spectral plane and would go mad with uh, agony until the end of our days. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it sure. would open a bit of a can of worms, I guess, <laughs> if uh, you want to look at it that way. <laughs> but I figured to settle this argument in the town of Missoula, Montana, <laughs> destroying our existence may be worth it. Uh, and this was his quote uh, to a newspaper at the time. Quote, the camera will go about this business without fear or favor. Mm. A photographic machine cannot hypnotize itself. Mm -hmm. It cannot be influenced by ghostly surroundings. It tells the truth no matter the circumstances. This guy would hate AI. <laughs> so Duckworth, he, now it's worth noting he's also just pissed off generally because Dr. Thaddeus Bolton hadn't invited him to the debate and he wanted to be invited. So, so some of this was um, he was hoping to catch a proof of the ghost as a big fuck you to mm. Bolton. Right. Yeah, of course. Which I like a lot. So Duckworth gathers four other men, uh, Ray Hall, Harry Bird, Ellis Rathburn, and a landscape photographer named Ralph Couplin. Okay. And they head for the cabin. Now, one fun note, uh, there are contemporaneous 
um, articles that describe Duckworth as a, quote, good photographer and uh, other sources that describe Couplin as a, quote, excellent photographer. Okay. So Duckworth gets this together. He's not even the best photographer in the group. Yeah. <laughs> and then the photograph he's credited with is neither good nor excellent. So. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Don't worry. We'll see. So they head out on January 27th. And this is only four days after the Rendleman group returns. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and it's three days before the actual debate takes place. Mm. Uh, Duckworth just hasn't been invited yet, so he's mad. Mm. So this is, it's all happening very quickly. They reach the cabin around 3.30 p.m., and they start exploring. At 10.30 that night, they made their beds in uh, in the main room of the cabin, and they went to sleep. And they are awoken at 3.15 a.m. by Ellis Rathburn, who, quote, scared out of his mind, jumped over Bird and Hall, knocking over and breaking the group's best camera oh. as he fled from the cabin. <laughs> How convenient. How convenient. So Duck was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, that's our best camera. Yeah. <laughs> so he looks up just in time to see the weeping. So Duckworth looks up in time to see the, we- the weeping woman standing mm. at the edge of the room before she disappears. Mm. Now, also very Couplin- convenient. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Because <laughs> Couplin, uh, who will, uh, we all remember is a better photographer. Uh, he saw her too, and he had the presence of mind to snap a photograph. Oh, wow. Now, he doesn't have the best camera they had. He's got, <laughs> at best, trampled. the right. second best. Yeah. <laughs> but he manages to snap a photo that, quote, seems to show the faint outline of a female figure in a long gown with a hood concealing the features. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see this photo? I would love to see this in- incredibly convincing photo. Yes. Great. Please. Oh, my God. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this question. I'm trying to remember which Minecraft character this is exactly. <laughs> is this Steve? This looks like Steve <laughs> to me. Where do you think the ghost is in this picture? Uh, boy, uh, I'm not entirely convinced the photo is not supposed to be landscape instead of portrait. So, um, yeah, I don't see anything vaguely feminine. And again, I if men followed this this uh, this woman, quote unquote, into this cabin, I I, I think I'm not really on their side at this point. Well, first of all, uh, one, one thing I will say is that this is not. The woman, this is a photograph of the woman. So what they saw. Yeah, I realize how photographs work. Yeah. Um, I I, I still don't. (laughs) I still don't believe this is anything, but maybe a photograph of a piece of plywood leaning up against a wall. I can't tell you how much time I've spent looking at this photo, trying to figure out where they would even think the ghost might be. And I get all I can. All I think. Okay. So here's what I think. So this, this feels like cloak. You think that's a cloak. Okay. I think this might be the ghost right here. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think some people think this is the ghost. Okay, that's nothing, right? Yeah, I think this yeah, is close. That's, that's a, <laughs> this is a distraction over there on the side. Yeah. Now this is cloak. This so then this this is hood and these dark patches. This could be back of hood from like looking into the hood, right? So this is it face. looks it looks kind of like a house cat that's being suspended by its belly. That's kind of or maybe I, I'm sorry, maybe a cappuccino monkey. That's so maybe that's. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more convinced this is a cappuccino monkey. It's a real Rorschach test of what <laughs> really? of what's going on in in your life. <laughs> you know, I anyway. Uh, this is a very convincing photo, as uh-huh. you can tell. Yeah. And 
did they take this back to the debate to finally settle things or well because i gotta say i'm glad you asked that because yes so <laughs> oh no this is <laughs> all right sit tight one second this photo was incredibly convincing to many people back in missoula and i i have to think like you're we're comparing this to modern day photography i and i'm comparing it to photography in general (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can't say for sure that if i lived in 1913 Mm. or whatever that i wouldn't be like this this is this is real yeah i I mean maybe if i was one of those like this photo is taking the like my soul out of my body maybe if i was like in that kind of a mind frame i would Mm -hmm. look at that photo and say oh my gosh you've just you know, this this is really convincing to me because it's, you know, clearly sure. magic. Um, clearly. But no, again, I uh, way too many uh, cuboid style things in that photo for me to be convinced it's. Now, most of those things are cabin. Right. Yes. Yeah, very much. Yeah. A lot of right so, angles. In just that to ghost. be clear. So. <laughs> well, you can see through the ghost into the cabin. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what I'll tell you is a lot of people in Missoula were very convinced. Um there were, of course, quite a few folks who were like, this is a fake. But even fake like, no one was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one was like, there's no ghost in this picture. They were all like, no, it's a phony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really hope the video comes through on this because, again, it's it's not a photo of anything. Like, at most, it's like some black and white cubism. That's really all I can compare it to. It's- again, the cubes are... I think that's the cabin. I think right. you're. It's like a. It's like a 3D. It's like a. It's like a 3D f- picture. You gotta blur. It's like a eyes. magic guy. Yeah, I, I gotta yeah, focus on the cabin. Gotta, okay. All right. All right. It's a schooner, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, anyway, so a lot of people are like, "This is real." A lot of people are like, "This is a fake." No one said this is not anything. <laughs> and this, I actually, I hate to say this, but a lot of people who are like, "This is a fake." They compared it to the spirit photography of the guy who they said caught Abraham Lincoln's ghost on camera oh, might be a fake. I see. Now someone else is bringing up Abraham Lincoln in this podcast. It isn't, and me. I hate and that. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. I hate that it's been so long. And the one time you bring up naked Abraham Lincoln is the <laughs> the story where it actually has a connection to uh, uh, to well, not naked Abraham Lincoln, but your your idea of what yeah, buck ass nude Abraham naked. Lincoln, yeah. rippling. Abraham rippling, Lincoln. you think rippling? rippling? I don't think so. Absolutely rippling. I don't think that's his vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. It is. Anyway, so I don't know. Listen, but here's what I do know. And what I do know is that Dr. Thaddeus Bolton mm-hmm. of psychology department, mm-hmm. at University of Montana, the man who challenged these men to a debate saying science will prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. Dr. Thaddeus Bolton was so convinced you gotta be fucking kidding me by this <laughs> photograph <laughs> that he pulled a full 180 and dr thaddeus bolton went on to give lectures across the country about the presence of the spirit world and how it's real and he went so far he went way too far he went so Far, that he started blaming murders on ghosts when it was very, very 
very obvious that the murderer was a human person. <laughs> there are like three different instances of him being like, this was a ghost and of police being like, no, this is a person. Yeah. We've caught the person. Yeah. Here's the evidence. <laughs> this person killed these people. And right. he was like, no, you're wrong. No, it's that a ghost. guy owes me money. This was a ghost. Please <laughs> let him out. Yeah. And it was so tied to this that one of the ghosts, quote unquote, and I'm using right, quotes yeah. here, uh-huh, one of the yeah. ghosts that he claimed murdered some uh, some folks at a farm, I think in like New Hampshire or something, somewhere up northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, he claimed that the person, one of the people involved in that particular murder, had spent time at this cabin. And had attracted ghosts because she met this ghost and then went back to like fucking New Hampshire or whatever. And everyone involved was like, this girl has never left the state. <laughs> like, some, like some sort of ghost smallpox. I'm not entirely sure how this how This, this photograph so completely. I've got to see this photograph again. Him. I'm sorry. I have to see it again. Maybe after, after this explanation, I, I have to see it again. I have right. to know. What do you think? It's still, I, it's, it's still not there. At the best, it's like an IKEA shelf. I don't. That's like <laughs> that's all I see here. It's, I sent this photo to some friends, and I was like, "Can any of you tell me maybe where you think a ghost might be in this photo?" And no one is able to. I, I don't even know where to be. Like, well, I don't I think even know where to begin. The cl- edge of the cloak. Mm-hmm. I think these are the parts of the hood, what? you know, from behind. Yeah. What? Uh, maybe this is a shoulder, or maybe it's part of the cabin. I it's I, it's hard to say. What 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 frustrates me is that <laughs> these guys had a whole fucking weekend to come up with the convincing <laughs> photo of this. Like they could have, they could have literally just like had one of them stand with his back to the camera, in front of like a well lit window and taken a photo and been like, "Oh my god, we got a photo of the ghost." And I would I would have been more convinced by that. Mm-hmm. This is nothing. This is literally, li- like, it's it's like taking a photo of the inside of the lens cap and being like, oh, well, found the yep. ghost, guys. Yep, pretty and easy. And again, Dr. Thaddeus Fulton, yeah. head of the psychology department at mm-hmm. a real university, mm-hmm. so convinced that he does full 180. <laughs> um, God, what a world. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, if old Thaddeus Fulton might be trying to avoid getting fingered for a few of these murders. Like, you know what? I oh, believe this that's was, possible. I believe this was also, Actually, <laughs> also ghost murder. Interesting. <laughs> Probably ghost. Mm-hmm. I know she was one of my students, <laughs> and we may have had a bit of a history. And uh, Which is why I'm sad to report. Yeah. I believe this was that a she ghost. Was brutally <laughs> slain by a ghost along with her boyfriend. And oh, no. And my that, wife. Yeah. Oh, what a strange <laughs> decision for a ghost. <laughs> A strange and wildly convenient decision for this ghost to make about it. <laughs> they probably all grew up in Missoula. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so people continue to see the ghost of the sad woman in the wedding dress for a few decades, but the cabin eventually crumbled away. Um, it fell apart uh, into literal pieces, <laughs> and sightings kind of stopped after after that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, the area where the cabin once stood is known as Weeping Woman Gulch. At least I got a good name for it, finally. Yeah. We're just going to name I it would like love... Tree Gulch or something. God, Gulch is such a great word. Mm-hmm. Like you start with Gulch. That's a solid base. Yeah. 
And you got to name it something cool. If you have a gulch, you got to name it something cool. Yeah, like big yeah, gulch. Tree gulch is not. No, that's not it. <laughs> big that's, big gulch is good. I think big gulch is good. Big gulch is pretty good, but only after when? Did, when was Seven Eleven invented? Uh, I don't know. 1700s something i i really don't okay so that would work here too okay (laughs) um and that is the story of the weeping woman uh of of fish creek the weeping woman of fish creek wow i've never been less convinced from one of these fucking stories than this one like i it is challenging to understand (laughs) i'm begging i'm absolutely fucking begging the listeners to click on whatever link is in the description to look at this photo because if you can see a ghost, please like use the outline Draw it, tool. Please, God, trace it, anything. <laughs> Describe with words. I really don't care. All I'm seeing is is lens cap. I yep. really don't know. Yeah. Um. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I did, but I think um, you know, if the if the point of this podcast is the eternal quest to to answer the question, is it a ghost? Mm-hmm. This, might be, no. yeah, this might be yeah. our first no. This might be our first no. I, <laughs> but uh, it's. A, I'm going to say it's a maybe. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yep. I could be convinced. Didn't move the ball forward. Didn't move the ball backwards this week. Nope. So we are steadily, mm-hmm. steadily in the absolutely mm-hmm. column because of that. <laughs> As per previous episodes. Now that we have a team, we have to do like actual credits. Do you want to? Do you want to help, or do you want me to just do them? Uh, I'll, some down. I'll do a uh, special thanks to myself. Um, okay, Dean. I'll start. <laughs> uh, is This a Ghost is a product of Smith's Show Productions. It's written, if you want to use that word, by me, Clayton Smith. Okay, now you say something about... You write stuff? You... No. No. Okay. I mean, I write <laughs> notes. Oh, yeah, okay. What do I say? What do you want to say? I, well, okay, you say what you want to say. I show up on Mondays. Yay! Uh, well, Jeremy my, Montoya or... does all the uh, audio editing, and he does a really huh? great job. Yeah. Jen Swanson does the video. She does a really great job. That's pretty good. Do you want yeah. to hear what I what I'd written? You it's very wrote something down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, cut all that. Yeah. No, leave that yeah. in. Uh, is this a ghost production? All the good jokes are from Patrick Dean. Hey. What's that about you? Yeah. Nice. Pretty good, right? Wow. I wouldn't have and said then, something uh, that nice. The other stuff is the same. Like Jeremy Montoya is our audio engineer, and Jennifer Swanson is our video editor. Fantastic. Right. Yeah, so we'll just I say so. that every week. So do you uh, you memorize right? that? So yeah, you want me yeah. to say that every week? Yeah, <laughs> I can say that. Uh, you want me to try it again? Yeah, uh, it's this ghost is a Smith Show production. Uh, all the good jokes are from Patrick Dean. Uh, our audio editor is Jeremy Montoya, and our video editor is Jen Swanson. Thanks everyone. Have a great week. Uh, be kind to each other. Spray and neuter your siblings, and uh, we'll see you in seven days. Three notes. Okay. Yes. Number one uh-huh. is spay and neuter is kind of uh, kind spay of spay or neuter. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Spay or neuter. Sorry. 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 You can't do both. Okay. Okay. Well, um, still three notes. Number uh-huh. one is spay or neuter is kind of right. Bob Barker's thing. Mm-hmm. Number two, He's spay dead, or by neuter the way. siblings. He yeah, died, but yeah. I get it. Just um, recently. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, two. Do you think siblings? he was neutered? Well, can, we'll come back to that. <laughs> four notes. Uh, four notes. Uh, number one of that. Number two. Um, siblings. Is, that's a weird. That's not. That's not. That's I couldn't remember. The, I couldn't remember how his line went. Sorry. Okay, that's fair. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll fix it in post. Jeremy, fix that. Um, number three. I just I couldn't help but notice. Um, my name wasn't mentioned in. The, Your name is Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Smith Show doesn't stand for Clayton Smith. This is a fun fact. It's for Ryan Smith. Oh, but you're an invisible Smith producer too. who only shows up at one live event every 10 years. Hey, you know what? He did his time. He did. 
do you want to say anything about me or you're here we'll see you next week everybody on is this a ghost That felt good. Marker? I don't know if that translates actually now to Jeremy's program, so I'm not going to do a marker. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. uh, There's an audio marker about 10 seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to help people. Yeah, well... I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to not sound like shit for like the first time since I fucking leaned on the dial, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, you sound great. Yeah. It would be helpful if you would stop doing dumb things in the future that you don't realize you're doing. Dumb things so have gotten me have this s- far, and uh, I don't think I'm going to be stopping any time soon. Do you know, what's just, du- you know what the dumbest thing we ever did? You know the dumbest. I'm sorry. You know what the dumbest thing I ever did when I was with uh, you? Thank you. Was? I'd love yeah. to hear. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, do you remember? A gulp. Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, I do. I yeah, okay. As, yeah, generally speaking, I do. Yeah. You remember a parking garage in Lawrence, Kansas? <laughs> I remember you falling out a window and saying you were jumping. Uh, I broke my tailbone that day. And uh, <laughs> do you want to tell the whole story? Is oh, yeah. Real? I mean, it was, it was Jeremy fun. can wrap this into the, the yeah, intro Jer- thing. He's yeah. pretty good. This is a real test. <laughs> <laughs> See, being being tie this one all back in. Yeah. So we were we had been out. You and I and, and Ben, all three of us, had been out drinking on the town in Lawrence, mm-hmm. Kansas, home of uh, University of Kansas, the Jayhawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who we don't like. We do. I not care. We don't. Not really. I mean, yeah. I don't really remember why. Now we don't like him. I, I don't, was well, I think Civil War thing? <laughs> I do remember. Why. It's because uh, so obviously we went to Mizzou and right. the, the rivalry there dates the oldest rivalry west of the Mississippi, which is mm. something to be proud of. Um, the rivalry really got started because way back when, um, even though Missouri was a free state, Mm -hmm. the (laughs) Columbia and the people of Mizzou were like, no, we like, we like slavery. And the people in Lawrence, Kansas were like, you're all bad. You shouldn't do slaves. Mm -hmm. And then the people in Columbia were like, well, we'll we'll burn your town down then. (laughs) So it's not a, it's not a good, it's not a good origin story. (laughs) Um, but that Uh, is why we don't like KU, please continue. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like the kind of rivalry that maybe we're holding up a pretty solid end of, and the other maybe they aren't, <laughs> yeah. which is which is fair. Right. I think it's fair at uh-huh. this point. Uh-huh. Um, but we were there to visit ooh someone, uh, Jenny, Jenny Dunn, Jenny Dunn. Shout out uh-huh. to Jenny Dunn, who is not listening. Thank you no. for all the door slamming. <laughs> oh, That's never. really exciting. Thanks everybody upstairs. Um, so yeah, Jenny Dunn. Uh, Lawrence, Kansas alum. She was there probably for grad school or something. She seemed pretty, pretty educated. Uh, she was there for undergrad. Yeah. Okay. Um, she spit in the face of her family. Her family, by the way, one hundred percent Mizzou grads, except for her. <laughs> she went to, uh, I, to KU. I guess that's what I thought was great. I figured it was she was going to grad school for some sort of like program that would require her. You would think to go to Lawrence, yeah. Kansas, but instead no, she's she just like, no, I'm just going to spit yeah. in the eye of my family. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't we all? Uh. Spit in the eye, Jenny Dunn's family, and yes. so we decided to go drinking there to visit Jenny, and uh, we parked. We drove downtown, and we parked, and we went drinking, and then we thought, I know what we should do. We should probably get our way back to our car so we can, you know, not drive it. Let's say, um, <laughs> why would we? 
Uh-huh. We'd park. I remember we'd park down and around the corner, like you know, diagonally across a parking garage, but down on street level. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we started walking back to the car, um, someone, probably me, had announced it was now a foot race back to the car. Oh, I it's, <laughs> it was you. <laughs> I, I'm here to tell you, friends, it was Patrick. So the, the foot race was off. Ben, who was always much you know better put together than you or I, oh, um, yeah. you know, he's much. He's like a. I don't know. He's like um, of the bear species. He like you're very much sun bear. You're yeah yeah you're <laughs> you're very much the sun bear. The one that kind of lolls around, has like yeah. really long claws, but no real need for, for the them. big sun bear. Yeah, a big sun bear. I am. Um, I'm gonna say like a very slim panda bear. I don't do much. You know, like a baby panda. Yeah, like a yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I eat things that probably aren't very good for me. Probably going mm-hmm. extinct because of it. Ben <laughs> is... Can't really be bothered to procreate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from what I understand, it's nothing but problems. And yeah. uh, Ben is 100% grizzly bear. That guy But is, a small one. Yeah, a little one, of course, in training, but boy, uh, very aggressive. He was, he's got a body built for parkour before anyone knew what parkour was. <laughs> he really is. He's like a pinball. He's, he's yeah. like... <laughs> That's right. Just caroms around the city. Um, mm-hmm. so we challenged him. Well, I, <clears throat> I challenged Again, him to a I, foot this, race yep. and you as well. You gave up immediately, but Ben and I, oh, we yeah. were into it. Um, and I got about maybe 20 steps out into the foot race and realized I'm not going to win this foot race. This is going to go down really poorly. So I thought, mm-hmm. what if, <laughs> what if I cheat? Because, you know, that's, so I thought while Ben, <laughs> this, you know, this royal boob decides to run all the way down to the end of the parking garage and hang a left and run all the way back. You know up the, the shortest other distance between two points? Mm-hmm. A straight line through the parking garage. That is. <laughs> uh-huh. So I uh, hopped the railing of the parking garage and I ran diagonally through it, um, mm-hmm. corner to corner, thinking to myself, "Man, what a glorious, so far flawless plan." Yeah, I don't see any sort of flaws in it, really. What you would consider. And as I get to the opposite corner. Um, at no point do I think to myself, I should be able to see the car by now, right? Like, cause we're parked at the corner of the parking garage, but in my, you know, addled mind, I didn't think, well, where's the car, Clayton? Um, but I think, well, I would still like to win this race. And so I run headlong and jump the railing on the other end, just as I had to get into the parking garage. Um, sure. and as my feet clear the railing again, at full drunken speed, um, mm-hmm. I realize uh, a couple things. Number one, uh, Lawrence, Kansas is built on a hill. I don't know if it's, you knew in that. In fact, built on the one hill in Kansas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had discounted that. I thought to myself, uh-huh. we're in Kansas. Everything is is, is flat as glass, right? Um, famously so. Uh, I had misjudged the town of Lawrence, mm-hmm. Kansas. And uh, this parking garage was also built on said hill. So when I went to clear the railing on the other end, I was not on the first floor of the parking garage as I had begun. No, no, no. I was on somewhere around the second or second and a half floor of the parking garage. Mm-hmm. And I only realized this once once all of my limbs had cleared said rail. And I started to plummet down to sidewalk level. And so I <laughs> fell, I don't know, 20 feet, something like that, onto Here's concrete. I, I, as you said, I immediately was like, 
this is stupid. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> um, so I stopped very early. So what I saw from my vantage point was I saw Ben go very quickly mm-hmm. on his way. Mm-hmm. I saw you. Uh, well, uh, and I'll say it was it was it was admirable with it was the athleticism spirited. with which you leapt over the first rail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just I'm it was I really made that impressive. one, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And so I was going at a speed such that I had just made it around the corner of the parking <laughs> garage when I look up and suddenly there you are leaping over the second story <laughs> railing and uh, falling a pretty solid distance yeah. onto uh, what I'm pretty sure was in fact concrete. Yeah, it went by quickly. I didn't feel like sure. I was falling for very long, but boy, did oh. I gather some speed. Um <laughs> And I just I just crashed like a pile of bricks in the middle of the middle of the sidewalk right there, right on uh-huh. my you know leg, you know my my feet, then ass, then back. Um, and thank thank God, thank the Lord, I was you know plump with uh, liquor and you know retained water. <laughs> Yeah, it squeezed all out of your mouth at that point. Uh, <laughs> it's it okay. like a ripe papaya splatting into the sidewalk. <laughs> and but I quickly gathered myself and I stood up and I touched the door and I said, "Winner!" And then I had to sit back down because some things yeah. were broken. <laughs> but you but, did. But you did win. I did. And win. It was. Uh, would you say it was worth it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm here today telling this story. Yeah. So I'm the only person ben who didn't enjoy this was Ben, yeah, no. who ran <laughs> way far out of his way and did not win. <laughs> that poor bastard. Oh boy. 